when you meet anybody, have no agenda except yeah. to make them feel good about themselves. Welcome back, Championship Leadership Podcast. We got Fred Joyle here from Los Angeles, and I uh, appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Excited to be here, Nate. Absolutely. Uh, championship Leadership, that's the name of the podcast. What comes to mind for you? What does championship leadership mean to you when you hear it? It means that uh, your role, or I, I, let's put it in terms of how I see it. My role is to see more in people than they see in themselves and and grow them and push them and give them opportunities uh and and my reward is is twofold is that i get to watch them become who they didn't know they could be and they help me build a, a great company or a great organization they help us collectively to achieve uh you know great impact you know significant yeah. in place on the marketplace yeah yeah i love that what's uh well why don't we get into that a little bit about what it is that you do and kind of the path and journey you've been on and you know for the listener that hasn't isn't super familiar with you um and what it is you're up to today so uh, I knocked around doing various jobs until I discovered the advertising world. And that's when I knew, and that took me, you know, till I was almost 30, but I said, this is, these are my people. This is, this is, I could do this uh, and not go insane. Um, but then I also saw the career arc in advertising and realized I had to own my own business. So I was fortunate enough to be able to start a company called 1-800-DENTIST back in the 80s. Oh, wow. um, and my partner and I grew it to uh, a business doing $50 million a year. Uh, and then eventually it, it faded, you know, a phone number became less and less meaningful. And it, so, but we had about a, a 26, 27 year good run. And then we sold it in decline. Um, but we had 250 employees and it, it, I mean, it was a great life. It was a yeah. great business and a great life. Uh, then I started consulting. I took some time and, and wrote a book that I'm very passionate about, which is uh, teaches the, how to cultivate the superpower of boldness. Because I grew up as an incredibly shy person yeah. and I had to work hard to defeat that. And so I thought I could teach this. I could teach people to do this much quicker than I did. <laughs> so I, pu I put that book out, which is called Super Bold um, from Underconfident to Charismatic in 90 Days. And so I've been working a lot on um, speaking about that and promoting that book and doing workshops on it. And about a month ago, I got hired as a CEO for this startup, uh, which is a video testimonial platform. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting to build another business, which is really thrilling uh, to, to not make the same mistakes I made the first yeah. time, you know, and, yeah. uh, and, and build something I think could be even bigger. Yeah. So that's the arc right now. I love it. Well, that's a, that's an incredible story. And I love, I love the book. If, if you're watching, you can see it right behind his uh, uh, probably right shoulder, I think, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I can relate to that because I was a pretty shy kid myself. And, you know, there's times where I could definitely be more bold in, in, in what I do. So I'll have to check that out. But who are some of the championship leaders that have impacted your world and, and um, you know, coaches, mentors that you might have had 
And what are some characteristics of those people that have really stood out to you and maybe have helped mold who you are as a leader? Um, the, the first person was really a, a man named, uh, Robert D who became like a second father to me in my teenage years. And afterwards, uh, when my parents were breaking up and my dad's and I didn't have a good relationship. Uh, and he really he taught me how to be a gentleman. He taught me how to, um, sell, uh, as well. And, uh, and he, taught me how to have character. Uh, my dad, you know, was a very good man. And so I, it wasn't like I, I didn't have any integrity from my dad, yeah. but I really learned it from, from Robert. Um, and then the, the next big one was uh, when I wanted to get into advertising and I met the general manager of this agency and he was married to uh, a woman that I knew that I had met a couple of times. And I said, I really want to get into advertising. Can I, can I have a job? And he said, no. <laughs> he said, you don't know how to write advertising. <laughs> he said, you need to go to this school at night, which is taught by creative directors, and learn how to write advertising. Probably going to take you six months, but then you'll know what you're doing. And that was so great because he didn't like plug me into a job I wasn't capable of because I was a friend of his. He said, you're not ready. And it was like probably the first time in my life somebody really said, go get ready before, before I give you an opportunity. Um, and that made all the difference because that school taught me how to write advertising from which all of my abundant life has flowed. Um, and then, uh, you know, the most recently, in the, you know, is, is getting to meet and spend time with Sir Richard Branson who is oh, probably cool. the business leader I admire most in the world. Yeah. Um, as much for his uh, marketing and business skills uh, as his, you know, playfulness and, and generous spirit. Uh, I, I really, I am constantly looking at his life and saying that's the path. So uh, yeah. th those are the people that have really guided me. Awesome. Sounds like some great people that, to have in your life for sure. So what's, um, we, I, when I think championship leadership, you know, I think big part of that is vision. So what is the vision for you? I know you, you know, the, an author and a speaker and consultant. Now you, now you have this new role with a startup as a CEO again, to, to get back into helping to build a company. What, what's the vision for you? And more importantly, like what's, what's the impact you're looking to make maybe short-term next five to 10 years of your life. Um, you know, professionally? Well, the, the personality wise, I, I can't resist riding two logs down the same, down a river at the <laughs> same time, you know, one yeah. foot on each. Right. Um, I, I, so I'm the deal I made in this, with this CEO position with uh, true blue social smiles is I have to keep working on super bowl because I am so passionate about helping people to, sees life to not stack up their regrets. And that's what yeah. happens when, when you're not bold, when you hesitate, most people have what, what I call situational boldness, where they're, they're bold in all sorts of situations, they're completely comfortable, uh, and confident. But then there's others where they're not and everybody has different ones. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of them have public speaking, speaking in front of people, uh, meeting people. Uh, and meeting people is probably the most important business skill that you can have, yeah. along with being able to speak comfortably in front of people. Those two things are the difference between success and failure in my mind in business. So I want, I can teach somebody from wherever they are to us, wherever they want to get. And so my goal is to teach boldness to as many people as possible so that they're out there trying to make a difference in the world, trying to solve bigger problems than they thought they could solve. Cause we need, we got big problems. We need, yeah. we need people who are, who think I can fix this. I, I can create a business that does this. I have a potential answer and I'm going to be crazy enough to try it. Um, yeah. And so I'm very passionate about creating a movement uh, about boldness. And I, I really am excited about building uh, this business, this video testimonial business, just because it's a great product. It's, it's the next phase of my career because I am known as the marketing guy in the yeah. dental industry. And uh, I've written a couple of books on that for the industry. And so sure. everybody's coming to me saying, what's next? And yeah, this yeah. is what's next. Well, sounds like the CEO position, uh, you know, video testimonials that that's uh, that fits well into the, the the message of being bold as well, right? So, yeah. Um, what's uh what's like a critical moment for you? I you know I, the listener today may be in a place where they're kind of in that fork in the road and trying to decide, make a big decision, and I always you're just unsure which way to go, and uh, the, you know you made the decision that you did at that time that has you where you are today, but. Had you not, you'd be in a very different place. Is there uh, an example you could share with us? Yeah, so there was that moment when I, I, I was working in the ad agency and I was starting to make good money, but I saw the career arc, which, which was you swoop up in earning until you're about 45 or 50, and then it falls off a cliff. Yeah. You get laid off and then you can't, you can, you're lucky to get a fifth of what you were making. And you'll and it never and never recover from mm-hmm. that. And I so I saw that and I said I was watching it happen to people working in in my own agency, and and I said, wow, uh, I could get sucked into this, get the golden handcuffs, or I got to step off. I I, I got to you know start my own business without ever having run a business. Uh, and, and it was evident by the way, my partner, Gary and I ran the business yeah. that we had never run a business. <laughs> um, uh, you know, and, and we had to create every aspect of the business. There was no template. It wasn't like we opened a restaurant and there was a playbook. We yeah. were inventing a call center, a call script, the sales script, uh, a media buying business, uh, a, a sales organization, a customer service organization. Uh, we, we had to do everything. Um, and with no money, we had $30,000 we had for, from our family. That was it. Mm-hmm. So we had to figure out how to keep cash flowing month by month as we grew the business. And, and so, and it was easily two years before we were profitable, like somewhere around two and a half, it broke through and we went, Oh, okay. Yeah. This thing will actually make money. <laughs> uh, and, uh, cause you don't know. 
uh, one, you don't know if the marketplace gives a shit, right? right, right. Um, you can think all day long, oh, every, everybody's going to love this. Well, yeah, maybe course. it's just you <laughs> who yeah, loves yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but you can't be afraid of, of it failing because what's going to happen is there will be failure within the success of the business. There will be things you do wrong that you have to fix. You know, we, we had a whole business structure that we had to abandon once we had a hundred dentists participating. It just didn't work as the growth model. It wasn't scalable. Um, and that was, that was, you know, brought us to the edge trying to revise the business model. But the, the thrill of it was we were just going to show up every day and figure it out. Mm -hmm. uh, and we had each other to, that we trusted to try to figure it out yeah. together. Uh, and that was, that was important. And we still are great partners. Uh, you That's know, great. a lot of people, the partnership goes down the drain over yeah. money, but money was never the number one priority. A great yeah. place to work was the number one priority for yeah. us. Yeah. That's what we, we had had. We had worked at bad places. We had had bad bosses. Um, we didn't want to be those and we didn't want to create that. And because of it, we created a phenomenal culture. You know, my last month at work, I celebrated three 25 year employees. Um, and you know, and in this day and age, that's incredibly rare. These people had given me the ent their entire adult lives, uh, working for me. And, and I, my, my abundant life was because of people like them. So, yeah. uh, that's what we do. So it, it, do what you're afraid of. Um, uh, uh, yeah. a friend of mine uses, uh, find joy in failure is how yeah. he puts it, which I think is really great. <laughs> yeah. um, I love it. Because yeah, I say, you know, like the, what you're afraid of or afraid of failing at means it's you have to really examine that. It means you really want to do it. Because right. if you're afraid yeah. of failing at it, it's because you really want it. This yep. stuff that I wouldn't, I'm not afraid of failing at because I don't want to do it. I don't yeah. want to start a chain of restaurants. I yeah. don't want to own a bar. Like I, you know, I don't want to own a gym. Not, not, I'm not worried about failing at that because that, that wouldn't excite me. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. But that thing that you go like, oh, I, I really want to create, you know, a dance studio for, for uh, handicapped people, let's say. Yeah. But boy, that could really go wrong. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, as we wrap up here, if there's like one or two, you know, and, and we've definitely, I think already given the listener uh, probably a few of these, but if there's one or two guiding principles um, that if they were to implement today would help move their life forward today, what would that be? Well, first of all, understand that hesitation is what kills opportunity. And no, so like you, and so what, what you have to understand about building your confidence is people think, well, I'd be bolder if I were more confident. It's actually the opposite. Bold action builds your confidence. People yeah. who do bold things aren't necessarily confident when they do it. They just go yeah. right into their discomfort zone, yeah. knowing that, that even if it goes wrong, they're going to learn something. And they just go. And what happens is you create this positive feedback loop because you build your boldness muscle by trying stuff. Yeah. So step one is if you're going to get good at business, you need to be able to talk to strangers, talk to strangers every day. Yeah. Talk to a stranger every day. Do, do what I call a drive-by compliment yeah. to people. Do it three, four, five times a day. 
Love it. With, and here's the key. When you meet anybody, have no agenda except yeah. to make them feel good about themselves. Yeah. You don't That's have anything cool. to yeah. gain except when you do that, suddenly you realize how easy it is to connect with people because your only yeah. agenda is connection, is to make them feel better about themselves and, and not to network, not to recruit, not to do any of that stuff. Just start doing that every day and you'll start to build your boldness muscle. Then you got to read my book, figure out how to do everything else. Yeah, absolutely. Get the book for sure. So, well, that's a good segue. Uh, what is the best place for us to follow you and, and to get a hold of your books and, and your content and everything that you are up to? So uh, fredjoyal.com, J-O-Y-A-L. Uh, you can find out everything. My book's on Amazon. It's in Kindle and Audible and hardcover. Uh, and uh that my, there's also a YouTube channel with a bunch of stuff, but there's some lectures that you can watch on my website as well on boldness. Okay. Uh, and you can always book like if, if you're trying to figure out what to do as a, as a business person, you feel like you need to make a bold move, book 30 minutes with me. You can do it right there on my website and, and we'll talk about uh, your life and where, where you can uh, maybe make a bold move and, yeah. and what's holding you back. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I appreciate your time. And so, yeah, if you're listening right now uh, and you want to hear more incredible content from from people like Fred Joyle, then please uh, just stay right here and, and tune into the next episode. Fred, thank you so much for being here. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Nate. It's been fun.